accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. Uh, birthday time. Chelsea, can you edit in one of those like party, not kazoo things? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the, the blowout. What are those called? I think the party blowers. All right, party blowers. Yeah. This is the birthday time for Let's Place, the podcast where you objectively rank. No, I think that's the thing you like twirl on a stick to make like a clicky noise. <laughs> yeah, sure. This is the podcast where you objectively rank every video game ever made. I am joined, as always, by my co-host Chelsea. Hello, I'm tired. And Crystal. Hello. And we have some <laughs> guests this time, as usual. We've got Emily. Hey, it's Emily. And we have the guest the of honor. That we're, the guest of honor. The person we're all here for. We've got Heaven. Hello, it's me, Heaven. Heaven, Hello, heaven. for Extra Life last year, donated... How much money did we make you donate for this? <laughs> I think it was $25. Oh, phew. I thought it was like 100 I'm like, oh, no. we not provide $100 of value. <laughs> yeah, no, we we are not worth $100. Oh, no, I'm... not in the slightest. 25 I think we might be able to swing. I know we what I'm getting into. To, uh, to Extra Life last year. And in exchange, we th- were throwing you a Let's Place birthday party. Woo! Uh, five of your favorite games. We're celebrating your birthday by telling you why five games you like are bad, actually. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I came prepared. <laughs> yeah, you have already provided me the list. We are ranking Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Kirby's Avalanche, Alexi, Alexi Pajitnov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks, Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games, and Style Savvy, Trendsetters. Yes. Now, at least three of these are Puyo Puyo clones. Yes, we'll deal with that as they come. <laughs> yeah, before I really ever had a conversation with you... I knew you as the person in Hatsune Miku cosplay at the Puyo Puyo tournaments at PAX. Oh yeah. I've I think we have played three times in those tournaments. I think I've beaten you once and you've beaten me twice. And at this point, I don't think I could get another win. I'm very out of practice. Yeah, I have a bunch of PAX medals. And I always cosplay Miku. That's my thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's run through these games. Evan, talk to me about Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Okay, so Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine is a game for the Genesis. Mm-hmm. It is a reskin of Compile's classic Puyo Puyo, the Ooh. first one. Okay, okay. And it good. is, instead of using the original characters from the Sorcery Saga and Puyo Puyo series, this uses not just Sonic the Hedgehog characters, but... No, no, no. The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog characters. That's oh, right. Yeah. This is the same uh, promotion Robotnik. He's gonna catch you snooping as usual, etc. Right, right. Scratch and Grounder are in there. Yeah. And so. I feel like some of the later enemies in that game. I have not watched every episode of The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. But, like, the Demon Fire Knight guy does not really look consistent with that game, with that show's aesthetic. Yeah, I, I don't know which ones are from the show. I know, like, <laughs> Scratch and Grounder, of course, and Coconuts. Right. Some yeah. of the other guys are familiar, but yeah, some of them might be originals. 
Yeah, I, th I think they slipped some some original ones in. But yeah, uh, it used... yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. So why why'd you pick this one? Well, because I love Puyo Puyo, and this is okay. a lot of people's first introduction to Puyo Puyo games in America, at least. Yeah, yeah. Because they wanted to make it more palatable to American sensibilities, I guess. Right, I guess so. <laughs> but it does use Puyo Puyo 1 rules, which are not the ideal competitive rule set. Well, now I have to know, what makes it distinct from modern Puyo Puyo rules? Okay, so the modern Puyo Puyo rule involves the ability to defend yourself. Like uh -huh. how you, you know how in new Puyo Puyo games, if someone makes an attack and you make an equal attack, nothing happens. It gets cancelled right. out, and the, yeah. the little things don't drop on your screen. In this one... Attacks go through no matter what, and so it generally just becomes a race to who can make a five chain first, and that's it. Oh, that's weird. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Historical you... significance, nostalgia, but... Right. <laughs> if, if for some reason you're unfamiliar with Puyo Puyo, first of oh, all, yeah. like, have you lot listened to this show? I've ranted about Puyo Puyo Tetris so much. <laughs> But it's basically, you got these little jelly beans, which is how I think of them, because this was my first Puyo game. <laughs> and they're different colors, and you gotta match up the colors, and when you match four of a kind, they pop. But then that can cause, like, you can chain them together so that popping one makes another set pop. And the bigger your combo, the more, like, garbage you can throw over to the other person's screen, and it's like a competitive puzzle game. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah, it's one of the most in-depth multiplayer puzzle games, I think. Yeah, it's, uh... The rules of it are extremely simple, and the strategies of it are more complex than I am ever going to fully grasp. <laughs> what interests me as uh, someone who's not so much into puzzle games, what, what interests me about Puyo is it's how it seems to have this, like, JRPG aesthetic, and I'm very curious oh, sure, about yeah. that. Oh, about yeah. How yeah, that, yeah, yeah. like, because has their... They're making... Have they made like a Puyo release in English besides Puyo Puyo Tetris? Yeah, or are they going to be or Puyo Puyo Champions is the most recent specific Puyo Puyo game. Other than I Puyo think Tetris. I would want to try that one out. Out of all the other ones that are available in the West, <laughs> I think yeah. it's on Switch, right? Yeah, it's on Switch and PS4 for five dollars currently. Wait, what? Five yeah, bucks? jump on that. Fuck. That's cheap. I might be able to convince my girlfriend to get me that. <laughs> All right. Well, for now, why don't we go ahead and figure out where Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine belongs on this list. Wait, real quick? Yeah, what's up? Title screen bad. Bad Yeah, you post a picture of the title screen. It's kind of... The words Mean Bean are made out of the beans, and then machine is written out out of, like, cartoon in, machinery. In true Sonic fashion, there's, like, three different... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a very dis disjointed title. It's not it doesn't have yeah. a lot of uniformity. If I remember right, the or way the title screen works in action is that the machine made out of the letters that spell machine like spits out the mean bean part. Oh yeah, one at a time. It's yeah. yeah. That's what this caption on the screenshot says. Yeah. All right. 
Let's let's get down to the place and business here. Uh, we need to. Why is the E just like floating away though? Like it goes back to normal. It's, it's great. Okay, thank God. After it finishes spitting <laughs> everything you gotta spit out, spit out the beans. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's like I get what you're going for, but that part's a little bit much. But if it yeah, yeah if it slows down, that's okay. All right. Uh, we are starting at number two hundred and eighty-two. Uh. Heaven, I will start with you. How do you think Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine compares to Pokemon Blue version Japan? Kind of in a similar boat, where it's kind of an important foundational thing that people have a lot of nostalgia for, but later games sure did the same thing better. Uh, I think I gotta go Mean Bean. <laughs> alright, alright. Emily, how about you? Um... As much as Puyo Puyo seems like a cool series, I don't think Dr. Robotnik's Bean Machine is the best uh, uh, version of it. And while Pokemon Blue isn't the best version, it's still better. <laughs> so I'm going to go Blue. Alright. Uh, Crystal, how about you? Uh, Dr. Robotnik's Despicable Bean Machine. <laughs> 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 Alright, that's two for the beans, Chelsea. We go with beans. All right, the beans have it, and Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine moves up to number 141. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Illusion of Gaia, an action-adventure game for the Super Nintendo? Uh, and I refuse to memorize any more details about it. You have a flute. It's your weapon. You hit things with a flute. I remember that I, part. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Emily a... specifically someone who knows about this game. I don't know that much about it. I know more about its sequel, Terran Enigma. That's my jam. Right. But, like, yeah, you have a flute, and sometimes you become an older man with a sword. You just okay. become him. I will have forgotten all of that by the next time <laughs> it comes up. Come on, how could you forget that? Gaia. <laughs> he becomes an older man. All right. That's sword. one for Gaia. Uh, Crystal, how about you? Uh, the obnoxious bean machine. <laughs> uh, Emily? Um, I'm going to have to go with Illusion of Gaia. Okay, that's two for Gaia. Heaven. I'm going to go with Illusion of Gaia. Alright, yeah. Gaia takes it, and the Mean Bean Machine goes down to number 211. I will say, this show has cast me in the role of Sonic the Hedgehog's greatest nemesis, and I do feel a lot of kinship with Dr. Robotnik, and I appreciate that this game was named after him. I'm glad Robotnik uh, got a game, you know? Not even yeah, Bowser's exactly. had a game. Right. That's kind of uh, awesome. Heaven, how does... Mean Bean Machine compared to number 211, Overcooked, the the co-op party game where you've got to manage the most ridiculous kitchens to serve food to hungry customers. Hmm. Ah. Uh, I do like Overcooked, but I think the fact that nobody ever wants to play it with me makes me oh, want to, to oh, vote no. for Mean Bean Machine. Do people play Mean Bean Machine with you? They have. <laughs> in they have the, in the listen, past. Yeah. On the ring, do they do it? Like, now. I, could, could you get a group together now? Because that, that, that would be impressive, I think. The, the uh. next time we're at the same packs together, yes, I will please. find you and we'll get out the Switch. We'll play some Overcooked together. Fuck okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hoped you were going to say Mean Bean Machine. I was excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that a coll it was like a collection? Well, I, I do own this game on Steam. <laughs> uh, Emily, Machine? Mean Bean Yeah, Mean Bean Machine Yeah, oh, it, It's part of like the Sega Genesis yeah, classics yeah, yeah, know, they have on there yeah. Yeah. Uh, Emily, Bean Machine or Overcooked? Mm, I'm gonna go with Overcooked I think Alright 
Uh, Crystal, would you like a game about beans or a game about a whole bunch of different kinds of food? <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Eggman's Loathsome Beans. <laughs> Chelsea! You know I'm going overcooked. I know you're going overcooked. Um, you know what? Eggman's Loathsome Beans completely knocked the first two votes out of my head. Evan, what did you say? I voted for Mean Bean. <laughs> All right, Neville. I think I'm gonna switch to Mean Bean just for that fucking title <laughs> drop that Crystal did. <laughs> uh, all right, in that case, the beans have it. Those loathsome beans. That's disgusting beans. <laughs> Those filthy, filthy uh, beans. <laughs> mean Bean Machine moves up to number one seventy-six. <laughs> Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Puzzle Challenge? Another reskin of a hit puzzle game franchise. This one's Panel de Pon. Panel de Pon. That's mine. Crystal. The Wretched Bean Machine. Emily. Um, I'm going to go with Pokemon. I like a Pokemon-themed puzzle over Robotic, despite being the Sonic fan that I am. All right. Yeah, Sonic, not in this game. At yeah, all. no, fuck it. I don't care about fucking Grounder. I remember... My, like, mom and dad really loved this game when I was little, and I played it a lot, and I wasn't very good at it. At some point, I remember there being a rumor that Sonic and Tails were not in it, but if you got really good, there was a secret level where you could fight Knuckles. <laughs> what? Knuckles isn't even in the Adventures of Song of the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> that, that would be pretty sick, though. <laughs> uh, Heaven. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mean Bean. I think even at its original state, I think Puyo is more intricate yeah. and uh, interesting than Panel de Pawn, mechanically. Yeah. That's a tie. I am inclined to agree with you, both because I really like Puyo, and because it's your birthday. Uh, I'd be aww. a monster to disagree. In which case, the Mean Bean Machine continues to climb to number 158. Uh, Heaven, how does it compare to the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim? <laughs> the seminal open-world RPG available on literally every computer processor ever manufactured by mankind. Skyrim. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mean Bean, actually. <laughs> alright, alright. Emily. Um, I, I recently got Xbox Game Pass and uh, used it to try out Fallout 4, and uh, I had such a terrible time with it. Of course you did. It's It's... <laughs> I hated it so much that the transitive yeah. property, fuck Bethesda, Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> I'm loving every word you just said. It was so bad. I, uh, I hate it every second. Bad beans. <laughs> Chelsea. MBM. All right. The Mean Beans move up to number 149. Chelsea, how does it compare to Sonic Pinball Party? Another Sonic spinoff game. This one's about pinball, though. As we'll get into later, I had a pinball phase when I was a kid. Pinball. I'm, that is so, like, cryptic that we'll get into your pinball phase later. You know, you know the song Pinball Wizard? Like, she beat that person in that song. That's how good she was. Uh, Crystal, pinball or mean bean? Uh, stinky beans. Emily? Um, I prefer the full Sonic cast, uh, so I'm gonna go with Sonic Pinball Party. Alright, Heaven? Going Mean Bean. Alright, yeah, that's a tie. I'm also going Mean Bean. Uh, which moves it up to number 145. Having Mean Bean or Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon. 
If I remember right, this is a digitized version of a choose-your-own-adventure book with the twist that it has, like, D&D-style stats that influence which pages you get to turn to. Oh, uh, mean mean. Alright, Emily. I, I think I'd have more fun, personally, with Final Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon. Alright. <laughs> Fighting fantasy, not Final Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. The horrible beans. <laughs> Emily. Or, no, Chelsea. Beans. Yeah, alright. The beans have it. And move up to number 143. Chelsea, how does it compare to Star Wars The Old Republic, the Bioware MMORPG inspired by Knights of the Old Republic? Beans. Crystal. Beans. Uh, Emily. Those offensive beans. (laughs) Heaven? If it was Knights of the Old Republic, maybe, but... For this right. one, Mean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Mean Bean takes it. I think it's got just one more game to go up against. Uh, Heaven, how does it compare to E7, a hmm. JRPG? Um, I don't know anything about it. It's the seventh Yeast game. That's a lot of Yeast. It's a lot of Yeast. I've also never played a Yeast game, and Mean Bean. Alright, uh, Emily. I like JRPGs, but I'm hanging out with the Mean Bean machine. Crystal. Bad beans. And Chelsea. Have been assuming this entire time that the Old Republic was Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, oh no, no, those are two different games. No, two different games. <laughs> Why would Republic they do is... that? Why would they do that? Those are so similar. <laughs> well, because... Well, they made Knights of the Old Republic, then Knights of the Old Republic 2, and they're like, we're making an online video game where you can play in the world of Knights of the Old Republic, and it's just called the Old Republic. Yeah. Because it was okay, a single-player you know game think? to start off with, and now it's a multiplayer. Okay, so I, here's what I think. I think I thought Knights of the Old Republic was Old Republic. Oh, I see. You I think I, think I was, was correct about what video game it was. I okay. see. Okay. So I was right the whole time, so I'm fine. Okay. Um, or, <laughs> what was it up against? Uh, mean Bean versus Yeast 7. Oh, right. Uh, the Beans. All right, yeah, the Beans take it unanimously. And our place, number 142, directly above Ye7, directly below Illusion of Gaia. Uh, congratulations to Mean Bean Machine, getting into the top 150. Yay. Yay. Now, this list is long enough, that's that's a significant achievement. It is. Yeah, it's only the first game out of this list, and there's, it looks like there's some cool ones coming up. Yeah. Cross 3D our is, next... like, around the 200 mark, and that's sad. What is? Cross 3D. Oh, uh. yeah, boy, that's really fallen far. Uh, all right, our next game on the list is Kirby's Avalanche. Heaven, would you like to tell us more about this one? Okay, so Kirby's Avalanche for the Super Nintendo uh-huh. is a reskin of Compile's classic Puyo Puyo. <laughs> this time, say. using <laughs> Kirby characters, like Kirby and his en- enemies and King DDD, etc. I'm already so much more excited about this than the last one. <laughs> So, other than how it's skinned, is it literally the same game? It is a port with different graphics. And (laughs) Kirby is uh, notably more talkative in this game and more sassy than usual. Oh, man, that sounds weird. Every enemy Kirby encounters, he's got some kind of quip for them. And also, uh, I... Don't think this is true of me and Bean Machine, but in Kirby's Avalanche, there is a voice sample to introduce every enemy that you fight. 
Oh, no, that's definitely in Mean Bean Machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just They're didn't remember. Very bad voice samples. But in this one, it's great because it says like Poppy Brother Senior and <laughs> Squishy and yeah, I think I'm, I think in Mean Bean Machine is just like ro ho ho, like just weird noises. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, this all sounds great. Uh, I am seeing a picture of yeah a Poppy Brother uh, looking at Kirby saying, "Hi, Kirby. Want a bomb sandwich?" <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the like, the dialogue in the game is a lot like that example. Yeah. Alright, well I guess let's get to placing the game we just placed, basically. But with a better uh, skin, honestly. Yeah, well, hey, we haven't placed it yet, we can't say. Chelsea, how does Kirby's Avalanche compare to Lone Wolf, the visual novel about a woman dating a wolf? Or a some other monster. No, I don't she's remember. a she's a werewolf. She's an, she's a blue collar worker, and she can date two other monsters. It's not that complicated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, there are closing in on six hundred games on but this. You talk list. about what this game want? all the time. It yeah. comes up all the time, and it's You're so simple. Office worker who's a monster girl dates other monster girls. All right. Anyway, yeah, Chelsea, which way did you vote? Uh, skip me. <laughs> okay. Crystal? Avalanche. Emily? I have to go with Lone Wolf. Alright. Heaven? Uh, mm, Kirby's Avalanche, I guess. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Chelsea? Uh, I don't Do you know. Want me to, do you want me to put you out of your misery and just vote Avalanche? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, cool. I think we can all agree, Lone Wolf definitely needs to be moved up next peer review. Definitely got overcorrected. How, how much of how much of an opinion can you have on it? Look, we don't even remember what the fucking game is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, honestly, I, I'm not that interested in it, but clearly it appeals to other people, and I can recognize that. Thank Luke, you. what if I made I sat you down and made you play it before the next peer review? I mean, I'll, I'll I can play it at some point. That's fine. You should stream it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so Heaven, I can get enjoyment how, from it. Heaven, <laughs> how does Kirby's Avalanche compare to game number 142, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Uh, I think I'm going to go Kirby's Avalanche. Great, Avalanche. Much more uh, pleasant. Kirby. Yes, Kirby's Avalanche, a lot more pink, which I'm into. Yeah, uh, Crystal. Kirby. And Chelsea. Curb. All right, yeah, Kirby's Avalanche is objectively the better port Kirby between the two. It. All right, uh, Chelsea, how does Kirby's Avalanche compare to number 71, Pokemon Silver version? It's the sequel to Pokemon Red and Blue. There's a Lugia on the cover. Uh, Kirby. Crystal? Kirby. Emily? Um, Pokemon Silver. All right, and Heaven? Uh, I think I'm gonna go Pokemon Silver on this one. Oh, shit, that ties it. Mm. Even Heaven voted for Silver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I listen. I will defer to Heaven on matters Puyo related. <laughs> I mean, Silver's uh, really good. It's a, a good ass game. All right, in that case, Kirby's Avalanche, uh, much like an avalanche, tumbles down. It's number 106. Nice Heaven, how does it compare to Tales from the Borderlands, the Telltale Adventure game based on Gearbox Entertainment's Borderlands franchise? By all accounts, it's the best game in that series. 
Kirby's Avalanche. Emily. Kirby, right back at you. Crystal, I feel like if I know anybody who's excited about Borderlands 3, it's probably you. Are you excited for that? Do, do you perceive me as being a Borderlands fan? Apparently. You like you like Tales, so... Yeah, but like you, that's, yeah you like Telltale games. Maybe that's the only reason I'm thinking of you as a Borderlands liker. Um, I, I like... I like the first two games quite a bit, and I would be excited for it if it wasn't from Randy Pitchford, <laughs> which yeah. I guess isn't fair to everyone else who makes the games, but yeah. I fucking hate him. It's, it's, uh... He does suck. Uh, anyway, so how do you vote, Crystal? Uh, Kirby. All right. And Chelsea? Uh, Curb. All right. Curb takes it and moves up to number 88. Chelsea, how does Kirby compare to Grand Blue Fantasy? Ooh. The hit free-to-play mobile gotcha game where you can download all your favorite husbands and wives to fight, I think? Yeah. No one ever talks about you what you actually do in this it's game. It's a you turn-based talk JRPG. About collecting. Yeah, okay. but, like, just it's just the fighting bits of a turn-based RPG with a very simplified fighting system, to be clear. Like... It's it's you don't get to walk around and shit is what I'm saying. Like when I first heard sure. it was a JRPG, oh, okay. yeah. I was like, oh cool. And then it it's not that. It doesn't mean it's bad, but it's not that. Sure. Really. sure, sure. So yeah, Emily or uh, sorry, Chelsea, Grand Blue or uh, Grand Blue very complicated. Kirby simple and fun. Kirby. <laughs> uh, Crystal. Kirby. Alright, Emily. I really like Grand Blue as like a thing to look at and wish I was into, but I can't right. get into it. So I'm gonna go with Avalanche. All right, and Heaven. I hate all mobile games, even the good ones. <laughs> so Kirby. <laughs> Great. Uh, Kirby takes it and moves up to number 79. Heaven, how does Kirby's Avalanche compare to Flipping Death, an indie side-scrolling platformer where you have to uh, navigate the worlds of the living and the dead, and the whole world kind of like spins around backwards and turns dark to turn into the dead world. It's a neat effect. Uh... I guess Kirby. <laughs> Alright. Emily. Flipping death sounds pretty cool, but give me that positivity of Kirby. Mm-hmm. Crystal. Kirby. And Emily. Why do I keep confusing Emily There's and not Chelsea two Emilys. <laughs> There's literally... Do you have a single letter in common? I guess there's an E and an L in both there's of your a, names, but that's not a good excuse. It ends with, they both end with an E sound. Chelsea, I Emily. I guess so. Anyway, Chelsea. Uh, um, uh, flippy death. All right. Kirby yes. takes it and moves up to number 75. Uh, Chelsea, how does Kirby compare to Romania number 203? It's basically Seaman, except instead of a weird fish thing, you are raising and nurturing an adult man. What's it called again? Romania, number 203. Oh, yeah, Romania. Um, uh, the, the Kirby. Alright, Crystal. It sounded like you said Romania, Kirby. and I was confused for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Romania is the much more boring prequel to Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it's it's a Castlevania, but it's like the Silent Hill for the room, but it's Castlevania. Oh. That sounds great, actually, though. <laughs> Yeah, actually. Yeah. Anyway, Crystal, how do you vote? Cabby. All right, Emily. Um, I'm going to go with Romania. the 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 whole premise of that game is very appealing to me. Okay. And heaven. I uh, I gotta go with Romania because it's really funny and I love the Dreamcast. Yeah, it Hell is just yeah. peak Dreamcast. All right. Yeah. Okay. I hmm, I do really love Kirby. 
Uh, all right, I'll go with Romania. Which moves us down to number 77. Heaven, how does Kirby's Avalanche compare to No Man's Sky, the procedurally generated universe of infinite exploration where you're just a lonely little astronaut flying through the cosmos, mining for oxides. What game is this? No Man's Sky. What? How do you not know about No Man's Sky? No, I know about I know about No Man's Sky. I just got confused because you. I was looking for the number uh, that you said. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, it's number seventy-seven. Like, I thought you said two seventy-seven. I'm like, what the fuck? This is just one of these games. Yeah. I, I think I probably said we moved to seventy-seven. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Okay, No Man's Sky. I see No Man's Sky. Yes. I know what No All Man's right. Sky is. Okay. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I am right. I am voting for Kirby's Avalanche. Okay. Emily? Um, Kirby's Avalanche. Alright. Uh, Crystal. Kirby. And Chelsea. Avalanche. I'm sorry? I don't know. Avalanche. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm tired. I know you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kirby's Avalanche moves up to number 76 for one last comparison. Here we go again. Chelsea, how does uh, Kirby's Avalanche compare to Pokemon Puzzle League? Much like... Panel Day Pond. shadow version of Robotnik versus Puzzle Challenge. Uh-huh. Panel Day Pond. Alright. Uh, Crystal. Kirby. It's one for each. Emily. I'm gonna go with the Pokemon. Okay. And Heaven. For reasons already established, Kirby's Avalanche. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and for reasons already established, I'm still with you. Great. With that, Kirby's Avalanche is placed number 76, uh, directly above Pokemon Puzzle League, directly below Romania number 203. Congratulations, Kirby's Avalanche, for cracking the top hundo. What fell out of the top 100 here? Oh, Cooking Mama is no longer one of the 100 best games of all time. Uh, Sorry, Mama. Uh, Farewell, Mama. Be- we knew you well. Better than Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Our next game on this list is Alexi Pagetnov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks. I love that Heaven, title. Go ahead and tell me about that this game, even though title. I'm pretty sure I know exactly what you're going to say. So, this is a, a PC game, and it is uh-huh. a reskin of Compile's uh-huh. classic Puyo Puyo. <laughs> this time... What? Instead of Dr. Robotnik... Are all these games Puyo Puyo? We'll get to it. Oh my god! (laughs) But this time, instead of taking an established property like Robotnik or Kirby, they just put the creator of Tetris's face on the box, someone who is otherwise not related to the creation of this game at all. I'm looking through the screenshots on movie games, and one of the enemies you're fighting is just this 90s CG reboot-ass spider. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, they really... They went to the uh, 3D modeling. They dug out of Pixar's trash cans for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, like, Hexadecimal is going to be the last boss of this game. I love it. And yeah, I do love, I love to hear that Alexei Pashinov has nothing to do with this game. And I guess to be fair, the title is not lying, because it just says he's here to introduce it. Yeah, I think... Here's a game, guys. Guys, try this game out. I made Tetris. 
play the game. Yeah, this game was put out by Spectrum Holobyte, which was a Tetris licensor at the time, so they were like, Tetris is great, how can we sell other games? Yeah, just... God. It, would be, it wouldn't be until years later that they would mush the two together. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, this is the this is the secret <laughs> prequel to Poyo Poyo Tetris. Exactly. <laughs> but this game does have a few different features from the previous games that it Okay, yeah. It has uh either single player against three D monsters or multiplayer. But it does also have a uh I forget what they call it, but it's a it's a mode where you have like a certain number of Puyo's on the board, and you're mm. only given a specific amount of pieces to clear them all. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing a screenshot over here. Puzzle mode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little more feature rich. <laughs> but otherwise, it's pretty much the same <laughs> game. Wonderful. Well, let's place it. <laughs> We're starting at number 283. Uh, Heaven, how does uh, Quirks compare to the Political Machine, a presidential campaign simulator created by Ubisoft, a company that never makes political video games? Uh, Even a one time. I think I'm gonna go with Alexei Pagetnov on this one. All right, Emily, creator of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. Alexei Pajentov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks. Uh, Chelsea. Quirks. All right, Quirks takes it and moves up to number 141. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Freedom Planet, the indie darling 2D platformer inspired by Sonic the Hedgehog and other Sega Genesis classics? Freedom Planet. Crystal. Alexei Pajentov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks. Good damn right. it. <laughs> Emily. Um, I'm going to go with the indie furry game that it's, is has DeviantArt energy. I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Oh my, have you seen the cinematics? I, no, I haven't. They're so long. They're like 10 <laughs> minutes, and it's all just sprites <laughs> talking, and there's like most... Like deviant ass plot, like I love it. I'm I'm sorry, creators, if you're listening to this, I love your game. It's so <laughs> deviant art. <laughs> All right, uh, heaven. Uh, this is tough. I I guess I'm gonna go with Freedom Planet. All right, Freedom Planet takes it, and uh, Alexei Pajitnov moves down to number two twelve. Heaven, how does it compare to Destiny 2014? The first-person MMO-esque video game where you and a couple of buds take a spaceship to the moon to collect oxygen and fight monsters. Going quirks on this one. Emily. What, sorry, what was it? Destiny. Uh, Destiny. Desti- oh, um... Quirks. Alright. Crystal. Alexei Pajentov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks. <laughs> Chelsea. Destiny. Alright, Quirks takes it and moves up to number 176. Chelsea, how does Quirks compare to Super Mario Maker? The hit Wii U game where you can build and create your own Super Mario levels. Mario Maker. 
Crystal, I really appreciate Nintendo just putting a campaign into the new Mario Maker so we don't have to argue about whether it's a game this time. Yeah, but then they they made Toadette a scab. Well, I didn't say they did a good <laughs> job at it. Wait, what? The whole plot of Mario Maker 2's story mode is that all the Toads have gotten together to build levels to, like, rebuild Peach's castle out of. Uh-huh. And Toadette is, like, the overseer of all the work. And she hates the labor union because it's stopping them oh, from getting yeah. more work done. Oh, yeah. I did see that screenshot. Oh, uh, wow. Weird joke for Nintendo to make, frankly. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Anyway, Crystal, how do you vote? Alexei Pajanto of Creator of Tetris presents Quirks. Great. Emily? Um, this, despite the aforementioned controversy, I think I like Super Mario Maker a bit more. Okay. Have yeah, it. it's hard to vote for Mario Maker after hearing that, but I love Mario Maker. <laughs> So Mario Maker. <laughs> For what it's worth, when you talk to the to- the like working toads, all of them are like, "Yeah, no, we're doing our best, but management sucks. We hate management. They're always to blame for everything." Sounds about right. So I mean, like, <laughs> so you're saying it gives like a nuanced look at it from both sides? No, not well. Yeah, it's very much you gotta consider both sides of the issue. And uh, the real answer is Mario just has to do everything. No, that's true. I think you can just say Toad's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, Chelsea, which one did you say? A Mario Maker. He's a Mario Maker. Okay, Mario Maker takes it then. And Quirks moves down to number 194. Heaven, how does it compare to Helicopter Game? A game where you gotta navigate a helicopter through a cave. It's like a Flash game. You probably played it in Computer Lab in middle school. Yes. I will vote for Quirks. Alright. Emily. Tetris. Right. What? Oh. It's in the title, I can say it. Okay. I'm going to say Tetris. <laughs> You're legally allowed. You're allowing people to say quirks, you're allowing people to say other random parts of the title, I can say Tetris. Sure. <laughs> Crystal. And the XA pageant of creator of Tetris presents quirks. Alright. Uh, Chelsea. We call it Windows to joke on Emily's thing, but let's just tell what it is. Quirks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Quirks takes it and moves up to number 185. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Marble Blast Ultra? It's a game where you roll a marble around the world. It's Super Monkey Ball without the monkeys. Yeah. Uh, quirks. Alright, Crystal. Alexei Pechentov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks. <laughs> Emily? Introduces. <laughs> Have a- Quirks. <laughs> Alright, Quirks takes it and moves up to number 180. Uh, Heaven, how does it compare to Tetar? I believe this is the first Canadian video game ever produced. It's about baby frogs collecting... It's kind of a Pac-Man knockoff. I would be interested in looking into that. We did look into it pretty extensively at the time. Okay, like, I remember you guys saying that he said that, but... Maybe he also sounded like he was a bit pretentious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it might be a lie. It's it claims that it's the first Canadian. That, video that game that's ever why made. I don't like believe it because it says it is, and that like kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. Sure, fair enough. Uh, I guess quirks. All right, Emily. Uh, creator. <laughs> Crystal. Get on. 
All right, that's one for Tetar. Uh, uh, Chelsea. Quirky. All right, Quirks takes it and moves up to number 178. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Puzzle Challenge? <laughs> We've talked about this one already. Really? No, we've yeah. talked yeah. about a different Pokemon puzzle game. We, we've talked about them okay. both. Oh, we have? Yeah. Wait, wait. okay. Wait, one of them... Me, me beat Machine Pokemon went up against games. Puzzle Challenge. They're both challenge. paneled upon, right? Yeah, they're both paneled upon. <laughs> okay, this, okay, right. The, just one of them has Peter graphics. Um, one's on yeah, Game Boy, po- one's on N64. Alright. Uh, <laughs> Crystal. Alexei Pajentov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks. All right, Emily. Of. <laughs> Heaven. Quirks. All right, Quirks takes it, moves up to number one seventy-seven. Heaven, how does it compare to Hustle Cat, a visual novel that Emily likes a lot that I've forgotten? every detail about and you, I'm not going to pre- try you, to remember them because she'll get mad at me for no, getting it wrong. Thank Cats. you. You 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 work at a cat cafe where all cat the cafe. people who work there are also secretly cats. Okay. And it is that them. one. See, I thought that's what it was, but I wasn't sure if that was a different one. Nah, that's it. It's great. All right. You can date cats who are also people, so it's not great. weird. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what, Chelsea? I had a good idea to to do something to the list. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Oh, okay, okay. I think I know where your head's at, and I like it. Anyway, heaven, Hustle Cat or Quirks? I still haven't played Hustle Cat, so I guess Quirks. It's really good. All right. <laughs> Emily. I mean, Hustle Cat, obviously. All right, it's one for each. Crystal. Hustle Cat. All right. Yay. And Chelsea. Um, Hustle Cat. Alright, Hustle Cat takes it, and I believe that means that Quirks, yes, Quirks is placed directly above Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, directly below Hustle Cat. I'll get close to Super Mario Maker again. Alright, so uh, Alexei Pajitnov, creator of Tetris, introduces Quirks, is officially the worst clone of uh, Puyo, whatever it is. (laughs) Puyo Puyo 1, at least. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Well, uh, I guess I don't know what this next game is. Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games. For all I know, I mean, having just described it, yes. Okay, so Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games is a compilation Uh of different games. Okay. uh, Starring classic Disney Lion King characters, Timon and Pumbaa. It features five different games, I believe. Alright, we're finally not doing a Poyo clone. Great. So it has Hippo Hop, which is a clone of Frogger. Okay. It has Jungle Pinball, which is a pretty standard 2D pinball game. Uh-huh. It has Sling Shooter, which is like a uh, shooting gallery style kind of uh, light great. gun game. It, it, feels, it feels great to have this much variety after doing three Poyo clones. It has Burper, which is kind of a shmup where you burp at things that are falling from a tree for some reason. Hey, yeah, as, as long as it's not more Puyo. And also it has <laughs> Bug Drop, which is a reskin of Compile's classic Puyo Puyo. <laughs> yes, they got the license from Compile. 
to make a skin of Puyo Puyo starring Timon and Pumbaa. But I went on the I went on the page and it said not for SNES. Those ones are only on the Windows and uh, Macintosh version. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we are specifically placing the PC version. Great. I will make a note of that. <laughs> I, the cover art for this game uh-huh. is interesting in several ways. First of all, Pumbaa appears to be standing on his hind legs and using his front <laughs> legs as arms. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two, his mouth is opened wider than I've ever seen it, and I've seen some stuff. It, it, <laughs> it's such stuff. that like his his esophagus, like there's no room for <laughs> like the digestive tract wouldn't make any sense for a mouth right. of that size. Crystal. Yeah, uh-huh. Crystal, it's a cartoon. I was gonna say that is pretty accurate to the game, though. Like uh, in the hub menu, whenever they talk to the player. Their heads get all huge and fisheye, and they like really lean in. It's really great. That sounds something. Discons- that sounds disconcerting. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's place the jungle game. I'm also fascinated that both Jungle Pinball and Sling Shooter were considered high quality enough that they were later released as standalone games. Hmm. <laughs> I have this game. I have this game yeah. collection as a kid. I played the shit out of that. Uh, uh, pinball game. Yeah, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the secret pinball history. Yeah, the foreshadowing. At last, the Chekhov's gun has been fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used yeah, to like remember. I, yeah. I, I, I used to like the Chekhov's gun, but then it, I knew it existed and it ruined every movie for me. <laughs> I don't really notice them. Alright, anyway, uh, Chelsea, how does Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games compare to number 283, Pokemon Red Version America? It's another fucking Pokemon, what do you want from me? Um, uh, uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Okay, uh, Crystal. Timon and Pumbaa. (laughs) For the rest of your days. Alright, uh, Emily. What's the game? Uh, Pokemon Red. Oh. Pokemon Red. Okay, Heaven. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go Timon and Pumbaa for the variety. Alright, <laughs> right, Timon and... Chelsea, you did say Timon and Pumbaa, right? Yeah. Alright, Timon and Pumbaa takes it and moves up. I'm the only one who voted for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would've, but, you know... <laughs> I mean, fair, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Heaven, speaking of variety, how does Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games compare to number 140, Super Mario Party? The newest Mario Party game for the Nintendo Switch, which is, you know, not terrible as far as Mario Parties go, I guess. I'm gonna go with Super Mario Party specifically because there's a game in it where you pan-sear a juicy cube of beef, and that is great. Yeah, it does happen. Uh, Emily. Um, I'm going to go with my girl Frankie's uh, Super Mario Party. Okay. Crystal. Super Mario Party. And Chelsea. Uh, Super Mario Party. All right. Uh, Super Mario Party takes it, and Timon and Pumbaa move down to number 211. Chelsea, how do they compare to Quack, the arcade light gun game that's basically Duck Hunt like a decade before Duck Hunt? Um, Timon and Pumbaa. Crystal. Timon and Pumbaa. 
Emily. I just can't wait to play Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> Heaven. Timon and Pumbaa. All right. Timon and Pumbaa move up to number 175. Heaven, how does Timon and Pumbaa compare to The Witness, <clears throat> the adventure puzzle game by noted independent game developer and asshole Jonathan Blow? Timon and Pumbaa. Emily. Timon and Pumbaa, what a wonderful phrase. Crystal. Timon and Pumbaa. Someone is really typing away. Angry typing. Sorry. No, you're fine. Chelsea, Timon and Pumbaa are the witness. Is the witness an adventure puzzle game? No, I guess it's kind of just a puzzle game where you walk around and find the puzzles. Not much adventuring. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Alright, Timon and Pumbaa takes it. Hover, yeah, what's up? hover over the witness for a second. I'm hovering over the witness for a second. Oh yeah, you gave you, you typed in what I said. Yeah, you just created a little blurb so I don't have to just memorize every game on the list. Oh. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Oh, yeah, we're gonna, a good idea. We're gonna work on that. That's gonna be our new <laughs> list project. Great. Uh Chelsea, for now, how does Timon and Pumbaa compare to L Sword? A 2D MMORPG in the vein of Maple Story with manga inspired graphics. Someone uh, Pumba. Uh, Crystal. Elsword. One for each, Emily. I'm curious if if Cassie can make uh, that part of the Let's Play spot. I hope she can. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, anime garbage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven. Uh, mmm, mmm, Pumba. All right, that's a tie. I'll, I'll, I'll give it up for, for the birthday. <laughs> All right, uh, that moves Timon and Pumba up to number one forty-eight. I'm just giving my vote away to the birthday energy radiating from you, heaven. Oh. <laughs> uh, how does Timon and Pumba compare to Stunt Island? The early 3D machinima game, I guess, where you do cool stunts in low-poly airplanes and then film it, kind of? Oh, yeah. I'm like, how's that a machinima? But you can film it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently this is also a Disney game. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm gonna go with Timon and Pumbaa. Alright, Emily. Timon and Pumbaa. Alright. Crystal. I stunt, I lands, I conquer. <laughs> Chelsea. Nice. nice. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Alright, Timon and Pumbaa take it and move up. Number 144. Chelsea, how do they compare to Yeast 7? We talked about it already. Yeast. Uh, Crystal. Yeast. Emily. Yeast. Sounds like, uh, Something you'd say, like, like, ah, yeast! I just just crashed my car! <laughs> Great. I'm sorry. I'm Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> I actually took my it's vote. I don't think I, I Is it a tie? Vote. I thought I it's three people voted for yeast. Wait, did oh, I? I don't know. Wait, how'd you vote, Emily? I didn't vote. I just oh. said some bullshit. But I, I, I guess I'll vote yeast, because it sounds ridiculous. I don't know. Right, I'm a little well, high, then, just saying. The, throwing it out the there. Niece, <laughs> the niece wins and moves down. Uh, or, Sermon Puma moves down, rather, to number 146. 
Heaven, how does it compare to E.T. the Extraterrestrial, the Atari game based on the hit film, notoriously so bad that it basically murdered Atari? Uh, I'm Timon and Pumbaa. Emily. Yeast, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. Timon and Pumbaa. Right. And Chelsea. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa move up to number 145. It's a fun thing. Chelsea, how does it compare to Star Wars The Old Republic? Again, we've talked about it already. <laughs> um, Old Republic, I guess. Alright, Crystal. Star Wars. Alright, Emily. Star Wars. And Heaven. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> Alright, Star Wars takes it. Uh, and with that... Timon and Pumbaa is placed at number 146, directly above E.T., directly below Star Wars. Congratulations, I guess. <laughs> Alright. One last game. Good style Here we savvy, go. creative pew-pew clone, too. Style savvy good? trendsetters. Yeah, I, you know, didn't realize style savvy was just... Uh, Reskin of Poyo Poyo, but I guess it must be. Evan, tell me about style savvy trendsetters. It's actually not. This doesn't have anything to do with Puyo Puyo. What? <laughs> this is just a regular video game. This is a good, good fashion game, it looks like. Yeah. I've heard this is a pretty well regarded series. Yeah, talk to me about Style Savvy. I know very little about it. So, yeah, Style Savvy is a series from Nintendo. Uh, with their in-house studio, Sinsofia. Look them up for more info. Really interesting history on them, Sinsofia. And they uh, teamed up with Nintendo to make this fashion game series. And this game means a lot to me, because it's really cute, and uh, you can... uh, you mess around with clothes, you can put cute clothes on cute girls, and they say cute things. It's nothing but a pleasurable experience. The dialogue is really good. Like, way better than you think. Uh, Like, just, this game, fashion games in general, I think, have a reputation for not being good. Uh And, uh, this series... And this game, specifically, I think, breaks that trend by just being well put together, having a wide variety of fashion items. Uh, There's, like, an in-game glossary of fashion terms that you can reference at any point when people say weird fashion stuff, and you're like, I don't know what that means. Like the screens. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's a nice playground if you're, uh, for whatever reason, can't get into fashion, you can just buy this game and you have access to so many different kinds of clothing. Uh, It's much more affordable than buying clothes in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like the screen. Sorry. You can experiment with different combinations. It's great. 
I'm just gonna say I like the screenshot of this girl saying, I really want to get into edgy fashion. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. Good. That's so she is valid. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like the profile so. descriptions of all the characters are really great too. I don't have any of them with me, but Sure. Yeah, this this sounds like a good game. I guess let's figure out how good it is. Some other games developed by Sin Sophia include uh, SimCity DS, WWF No Mercy, well, okay, and Def Jam Fight for New York. What? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Right. That took a turn. Sure did. Yes, they used to be known as Aki Corporation. Okay. And they, uh, they changed their name around 2008. Well, gotcha. their original name was The Man Breeze. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the Man Breeze. Yeah, from 95 to 97, they were The Man Breeze. Oh my god. That is a name. Although, you know what? I'm not seeing any games published during that time frame. I think they changed Did it they just before make, they ever like, put anything out. <laughs> the Man Breeze sounds like a company that makes exclusively Barra games. <laughs> That or just like deodorant. <laughs> like that sounds like some weird, sketchy, overpriced like designer deodorant that I hear an ad for in a podcast. <laughs> the man breeze in Chopper's Drug Mart now. <laughs> with with offer code place me, you can experience the breeze of a true man. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the breeze. <sighs> All right. Yes. Let's play. Let's That's play. Such style to, That's such a word to describe smell. <laughs> <laughs> I love your breeze. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. Heaven, how does style savvy compare to Pokemon Red version Japan? Oh, style savvy. Emily. Style savvy. All right. Crystal. Style savvy trendsetters. And Chelsea. Style savvy. All right, Style Savvy moves up to number 139. Chelsea, how does it compare to Lego DC Supervillains? One of those Lego games they make a bunch of, but this one's all about being evil. Lego. Crystal. Style Savvy. All right, Emily. Style Savvy. And Heaven. Style Savvy. All right, Style Savvy moves up to number 69. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. What's the nice... Heaven, how does Style Savvy compare to Rocksmith, all-new 2014 edition remastered, Man. a rhythm game that is designed to teach you how to play guitar? Man, wasn't that a top 10 game at some point? It absolutely was. <laughs> We've placed a lot of good games, like Wheel of Fortune for the game.com. <laughs> I am going to go with Style Savvy. All right. Emily. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to have a better time to say this, but I, I feel like... Style savvy is like when when we used to make like we make a lot of goose here, but like we talked about um that like hair cutting game on the Wii. Oh sure, yeah. Like that, Busy and scissors. we talked about how it's cool that there's a game about like something that's like not violent and is like a um, right. a cool like game where you help people with haircuts. That but that game is not actually that fun to play. I feel like okay. style savvy okay. is like the good <laughs> version of that game. So okay. like, thank you. <laughs> I think I feel like Chelsea's been wanting to hear that for a while. Big like, scissors <laughs> is unique. No, it's, it's not. It is not unique, unique in any scheme. sense of the word. 
of the Nintendo Wii to cut hair like never before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Can I, I just, say something? I yeah, guess. what's up? I'm going to drop dead as soon as we're done with us. Can we move yeah. on? <laughs> sure. Okay, sorry, that's, I took a long time. That's too much for Sorry, I just, I'm very tired. No, no you're fair. fine. Uh, um, Crystal, how about you? Well, style savvy. All right, and Chelsea. Uh, fuck. Um, style savvy. All right, style savvy moves up to number 34. Chelsea, how does it compare to Marvel's Spider-Man, the 3D action-adventure game where you get to play as everybody's favorite webhead and sling around New York City catching foes in your web of power. I do like Spider-Man, but I'm going to go with Spile Savvy. Alright, Crystal. Yeah, I'm going to go with the good version of the amazing Spider-Man versus the Kingpin. (laughs) Alright. I mean, you're not wrong. I love Spider-Man versus the Kingpin, but you're completely right. Um, I like Spider-Man a lot, but I'm going to go with Style Savvy. Okay, and Heaven. It just seems so interesting to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I just wanted to get in because I forgot to say this in my description. The series is called New Style Boutique in Europe and Girls Mode in Japan. <laughs> Girls That's Mode. Great. And That's great. Those are both regions where the series is way more popular. <laughs> at, at the risk of doing what Chelsea just asked us not to do and slow down for a second, can I just ask like how, in terms of actually playing it, like like we have a screenshot here where it's like, oh, I want an edgy style. Is it just kind of you dress her up how you feel qualifies as edgy and like like is it just kind of a sandbox thing or is there more of like a structure to it? Uh it's it's fairly structured but there's a lot of like stuff done to to obscure that from the player. I like okay. There are specific brands that tailor to specific styles but they sort of overlap and stuff like that. I see. And uh okay. you most of the time, the bulk of the game is you go to, like, the bulk wholesaler clothing store and buy a bunch of clothes and then bring them to your boutique and sell them to the people. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, Alright. And with that... Yeah, yeah that's Style Savvy. I am voting for it. Yeah. <laughs> style Savvy keeps on moving up to number 17... Evan, how does it compare to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the game that basically made me stop playing Puyo Puyo, because now that's what I play all the time? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) This is a comparison. Yeah. Uh, Man, when are they going to get a style-savvy person into Smash? I know, right? That's That's a legit question. There are three music tracks in it already. Yeah, they they gotta get a style-savvier. Yeah. Is there uh, an trophy or anything? I don't think so. No, just Dang. the music. God. There's still time. There's two more characters. I, That's true. I'm sorry, I am, Chelsea. I'm going to no, no, vote no, for no, Smash. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just imagining what if, they, what if they started doing a Pokemon thing with Smash where it's different versions and there's different fighters oh. in... Don't even say versions. it. They'll hear oh. you. Quiet. <laughs> you speak in hushed whispers. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a better way to like get all those fighters everyone wants in. Yeah. Have everybody. <laughs> They'll call uh, the, those sequels Somebody 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, having a Smash or Style Savvy? I'm voting for Smash. Alright. Emily. 
I'm going to go for style savvy, actually. All right. Crystal. Smashed. Chelsea. Um, uh, style savvy. Ooh. All right. Yeah, that's a tie. I... Part of me just wants Style Savvy to become number one, but like I like Smash Brothers too much, I gotta vote for it. Uh, which moves Style Savvy down to number twenty-five. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Crystal version, the ultimate version of Pokemon Gold and Silver? Style Savvy. Crystal. Pokemon Crystal. All right, Emily. I really like Crystal version. I'm gonna go with that. All right. And heaven. I'm going style savvy. Alright. Pokemon does take it. <laughs> the, the fashion options in later Pokemon games are pretty good, though. They're, ah, you know what? They're getting better with everyone. They gotta get better about them, though. I'm really Are they getting they better in everyone? I feel like X and Y was better than Sun and Moon in terms of options. Yeah, I just hope Sword and Shield does a better Sun job and Moon, on that front. I just beat Sun and Moon, and I felt like there was, like, I was like, oh, that's it for the clothes? That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm still mad because you get to that one town that's like controlled by Team Skull, and I thought, oh, surely there's going to be a boutique here where you can get your hair dyed, like in every town, but oh, this one's going to let me dye it Team Skull colors. God, I wish! That would have been so good. Yes, anyway. a Team Skull outfits and stuff, like punky outfits. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Heaven, how does uh, Style Savvy compare to game number 29, Animal Crossing New Leaf, the 3DS? relaxing mayoral simulation where you just move to a new town and uh, have a nice time. That's really all there is to it. I'm going style savvy. Every Animal Crossing game's the same. (laughs) Oh, oh shit. (laughs) Emily. Um, Excuse me, Isabel is a new leaf. That makes it very different. Um... (laughs) I'm gonna. I just got New Leaf a little while ago, and I feel really bad about not going to my town for the last couple of days because I've been busy with other <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna go with New Leaf. It's. I love it. All right, Crystal. Style savvy. All right, Chelsea. Uh, New Leaf. All right, yeah, Heaven. In general, I respected your birthday wishes in this episode. <laughs> kind of like having a girlfriend. So I'm gonna vote <laughs> <New Leaf. laughs> Which moves Style Savvy down to number 31. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Beautiful Joe, the 2D cel-shaded action game where you play as a normal guy who gets sucked into a Super Sentai film franchise and becomes a hero? Beautiful. Uh, Crystal. Style Savvy. Alright, Emily. You might become a hero in Beautiful Joe, but isn't a more relatable hero the one... That gets you the outfit you need. Style savvy. Great. Evan? As stylish as that Joe is, I gotta go style savvy. Yeah. Alright, alright. Style savvy takes it and moves up to number 30 for one last comparison. Evan, how does it compare to Return of the Obra Din? A mysterious murder mystery set on an abandoned ship in the middle of British seas where you have to use a magic pocket watch to solve the surreal and fantastical murders of everyone aboard. And also it's bullshit. (laughs) Uh, As someone from a whaling town in Massachusetts, I have a lot of respect for this sailing atmosphere in Oberdin. 
But I am gonna vote for Style Savvy. Alright, alright. Emily. Oh, you're talking about horror? What's really horrifying is your outfit. Why don't you come into my boutique and I can help wow. set you up that with a new so look? That was so mean. <laughs> I mean, it's late. Yeah, I'm kind of dressed for. I've got sweatpants and a t shirt on because I'm going to bed after this. I'm Listen, not really. You need a makeover, to... Luke. Come on. You do need more clothes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Alright, that's about for Style Savvy. Yes. Of course right. it is. Crystal. Style Savvy. Alright, and Chelsea. Overdone. Alright, Style Savvy takes it, and uh, with that, Style Savvy Trendsetter is placed at number 30, uh, directly above Return of the Oberdin, directly below Animal Crossing New Leaf. Congratulations, Style Savvy, on breaking the top 50. Uh, Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes is no longer a top 50 game, and... Uh, Brain damage is no longer a top 100 game, which, why was it a top 100 game? <laughs> I can't believe Style Savvy was beaten by an Animal Crossing game. I feel like uh, well, Style Savvy series hey. has always been in the shadows of Animal Crossing in terms of chill Nintendo games. I mean, yeah, you I can, can kind of create your own styles in Animal Crossing too, which I found kind of neat. Uh, it's not as in-depth. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like. I guess not, but. Listen, I, I think this. Can you draw your own, on like, the horizon. <laughs> well, the game that we play, Style Savvy Trendsetters, is the second game in the series. Later games introduce the ability to design your own clothes to a limited well, extent. Well, maybe if oh, that cool. was that game, then. Oh, <laughs> <heaven. laughs> well, I feel like when they announced the most recent Style Savvy game, I saw people kind of go nuts for it in a way that sort of surprised me. I feel like they don't market those games super hard. Yes. I kind of had the impression they were just sort of shovelware What's along the, the lines of, like, Imagine... What was the latest you know, one for? Exactly. It's for 3DS. 3DS. And 3DS, uh, the okay. thing about the most recent one is it didn't get a physical release in America. Oh, that sucks. In Japan and Europe, it got a physical release. In Europe, it, it actually got a, a, a special edition 3DS to go with it. But wow. in a, okay, so maybe it just doesn't sell well here, so they don't put any marketing money into it. Yeah, huh. I guess. I mean, they haven't. So they better, haven't though, tried. They yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that seems like a self-fulfilling thing. Right. Yeah. And yeah, maybe maybe they'll do a Switch one, and it'll be great. Yeah, and later series will finally come to see. Later games in the series do get more Britishy as they go on, as Nintendo uh, of America sure. has given less of a fuck as the series of. That's kind of yeah. <laughs> uh, That can happen. Alright, we have placed five of Heaven's favorite video games. Uh, none of them broke the top or bottom ten, but let's run through them real quick, as is tradition. At number 561, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Number 562, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 563, Tommy's Air Shark. Number 564, Mind the Blue Defender. Number 565, Accordion Hero. 566, Minion Pregnancy. Number 567, Time of Silence. Number 568, Lucky Charms Memory Machine. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> number 569, Mechanica. Oh, I get it. And number 570, South Park, The Stick of Truth. The worst game of all time to I our I saw marriage. that at Walmart the other day, and Cassie said, Look, the worst game ever made. <laughs> All right, meanwhile, in our top ten, at number ten, Mother 3. Number nine, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. 
Number eight, Tetris for the Game Boy. Ordle two. Number seven, Grim Fandango. Number six, The Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Number five, Celeste. Number four, Butterfly Soup. Number three, Pac-Man 2 The New Adventures. Number two, Po- And number one, the number one game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. Yay. Hun, I love you. The Portal 2 yeah. bit, it just sounds it like you're work. saying it twice. It does, yeah, it doesn't really Well, like, for me, like, the first time I listened to it, because I wasn't, like, in the recording, I thought my audio fucked up. I'm like, what happened? Did it, like, skip? Like, yeah, it's it's a little bit hard to, like, notice. Well, because the the word went through a portal. No, I know, it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's good effort, honey. It It also doesn't work because, like, you don't go through time portals. You just go through space portals, and there's really no way to represent that. Chelsea, can you pan me left and right when I say Portal 2, baby? I'll think about it. So that I totally start in works. your left ear and end in your right ear? I'll think Fucking about it. What All if right. the person's only wearing one of their headphones? They're even more confused. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> this is, this is I won't do it then. a stereo experience from now on. Oh, my God. Just, just give your anyway. girlfriend more work instead of fixing your joke. Great. <laughs> Heaven, other than... Uh, your life, which has uh, reached another milestone. <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd like to promote today? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter, at HeavenChai, and uh, I occasionally translate manga. You can find it. Everything's linked there. And I also work for Fangamer. Shoutouts to Fangamer. We get a bunch of new stuff. My bloodstain nice. from Fangamer yesterday. Yeah, we're shipping out bloodstained. It's been an ordeal. <laughs> I was really impressed with like the the cardboard case having like a logo on it. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that packaging. It's really good. Oh yeah, we went all out for bloodstained. Emily, anything you would like to plug? Uh yeah, actually, um I recently saw Bumblebee on one of my flights uh to Winnipeg and um it, it prompted me to ask the crew of, of War and Beast if they want to get back together to review it, like, way oh, off of, you know, like, oh, what, what it's actually relevant. So we're having right. a reunion episode, oh, uh, the new Bumblebee. So keep your eye on the War and Beast feed. Cool. Uh, Crystal, how about you? At Arcane Crystal. And Chelsea. Uh, you can find me at Nitzvesibus on Twitter. You can find the link to the Audio Entry Discord on the Audio Entry Twitter. And uh, buy Loft House sugar cookies so they so I so they have more room to put more on the shelves at work because for some reason ev- people keep taking them out of the freezer and then I have to find room for them on the damn shelf. Anyway, yes, that's it. Great. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other podcasts I do at AudioEntropy.com. Such as Totally Reprise, uh, MCU Complete Me, which I do with Crystal. Uh, we have recently temporarily revived. Let me tell you about Evangelion, and because everyone's talking about Evangelion, I thought, eh, why not? You know, uh, completely. Well, why not just try to scam some numbers on that feed by <laughs> putting out some new episodes? But yeah, so we we kind of talked about the whole show all over again. You can listen to those. I think they're pretty good. 
Uh, I think that's everything for me. Uh, yeah, why don't we get on out of here? Chelsea, give us a sign-off. Uh, did you say anything about hitting the donut button? Oh, I didn't say the. Oh, no, subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate and review us. That'd be nice of you. And if you really, really like us, head back on over to audioentropy.com. Hit that motherfucking donut button. Can we can we change it to a birthday cake button? Just this one. Yes. <laughs> it's a special occasion. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll we yell also at Lexi do birthday cakes at my so, yeah. work, so it's fine. Birth- I'll yell at Lexi to change the donate button to a birthday cake emoji. You uh, can tell people to birthday cake the site some money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chelsea, give us a sign-off. Time to die. Oh, Crystal. <laughs> mama Mia, Mama Mia. Emily. Let's set you up with some styles. Heaven. Fresh cheesecake straight from the oven. This is the greatest day of my life. Hell yes. <laughs> Happy birthday! Right. Everybody, Happy birthday. let's go! Happy birthday to Happy birthday, dear Heather. Happy birthday to you. Thank you.